Angela, we are back. The Fall Line with Chaos and Company is back, everybody. Hope everybody's out there listening. And uh, we want to thank the friends and supporters of the podcast, uh, Blizzard Technica, for helping us out, and Nick's boot fitting over at Mount Snow. And pretty soon, unfortunately, as the season goes along, as these guys will also probably talk about, we'll be on the rollerblades or out there hiking up the hills with no snow. But we got snow now. And we are pretty excited, Angelo. We have Perry Schmunk and Jeff Marks here from the Professional Ski Instructors of Canada, the new PSIC uh, group up there. And uh, so we're going to have some fun. How's it going, guys? Great. It's nice to be back. Thanks for having yeah. us. Yeah, it's going great. And, and yeah, always good to connect with the both of you. Yeah. So, Angela, you've had a lot going on. You've been uh, working with the, getting the coaches hired and the interviews there, and then uh, you had some other stuff you were doing with National. So what's going on there? Uh, yeah, pretty busy couple of weeks. We, we got the coaches hired for the next team. The uh, selection is in, scheduled for end of April at Big Sky, so that's exciting. We're um, getting into the preliminary stages of scoring the application packets and whatnot, working with the selectors. And then on top of that, we've got, you know, planning for Academy, um, getting the electives squared away, getting all the coaches squared away for the groups. Um, that's been the major push for the last couple of weeks for sure. Yep. Yeah. So I, I definitely wanted to start the podcast because I know you're just loving the snow in Southwestern PA. Um, <laughs> we, you know, it's, we had a great, like three week, about, about six weeks ago, we had a great three week snap. We got a bunch of like, unex I, to my mind, it, to my knowledge, it was unforecasted. It just kept coming every day. And then we had the most dismal three weeks. And yesterday we got another cold snap. So we got like a foot or 14 inches of snow uh, yesterday. And, and I, I skied today. It was about like 12 Fahrenheit um, this morning, chilly, windy. So it, it's like proper winter right now. Just hope it lasts for a while. Well, that's good. Cause I, I know Jeff has been posting some photos and it looks pretty good where he is. So I'm, I'm, I'm wondering how when Jeff and Perry tell us how good it is, we might have to take a trip to Canada. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're doing, we're <laughs> so doing what's okay. going on with the Jeff. Is it good? Yeah. You know, yeah. it's, it's good right now. It, it, it's not what we would hope for at this time of the season, but you know, yeah. we're, uh, you know, I'm primarily at, at Lake Louise and Norquay right now and a couple of trips down to Castle Mountain, Southern Alberta. And I mean, the skiing's good. Uh, it's, it, I wouldn't call it carefree. You know, we're pretty careful in the off piece and stuff right now. And, and, uh, yeah, but it's, it's been fine. We kind of went through the, I think everybody got that crazy warm snap. We were skiing through puddles for a bit and then super cold or no super cold, then warm snap. I can't remember, but, uh, anyway, it's a lot of stuff's repaired. So we're doing, we're doing okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, Perry. Yeah, I'm kind of uh, a lot of my time is based uh, close close by here uh, with Whistler, and you know, like like Jeff said, I think like everybody, you know, by far the best season ever. But you know, we're quite fortunate that even even in in one of these uh, leaner years, it's still pretty good skiing. You know, we've hit a stretch now that's been blue sky, cold temperature, you know, firm snow, which is kind of unWhistler-ish, but it's still great skiing. So we're we're lucky. And I think one of the cool things is that, you know what, you know, both in working with instructors and the public, it, it doesn't seem to have hampered people's spirits. Everybody's still happy to be out there and, and sliding around. And yeah, so it's, it's good. And, and hopefully we have a bit more of a traditional winter to, to finish up the season. Yeah. 
And before we get into the the new PSIC, I want to kind of ask both of you how um, things went in Levy, Finland. Angelo came back just pumped up, and it was great stuff. And I have to say, Jeff, you know, I watched your your presentation on YouTube, um, and a lot of the other presentations, some were live live streamed out, which is pretty cool. But um, what, what was it like over there, Jeff? Uh, it was awesome. I mean, it was a ton of fun. I, I think. I think every single person that attended that event would 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 say that you know the the organizing committee put on such a good show. Uh, you know, I think they really felt the the um, I, I guess an opportunity and a bit of a demand to to kind of knock it out of the park after you know all the COVID stuff and everything and and some question I guess even as to whether it would happen. Um, and they and they did they killed it like they did such a good job. Um, the venue was awesome. Um, everything, everything worked out really well. And, and for me, you know, thanks for watching, uh, you know, watching the, the talk and stuff. I had a blast up there. That was kind of a, a really unique experience for me in terms of, you know, standing on a, on a stage like that and, and presenting stuff that, you know, we've been working on as an organization and, and, uh, you know, with the cooperation of a whole bunch of people and, and to kind of have it, uh, you know, be, be able to deliver it that way. And in, in front of a crowd like that, it was, yeah, it was a blast. It was a bit of a high, to be honest. And, and response has been pretty good and learned a lot from it. Cool. Go ahead, Perry. What's some of your thoughts? Um, well, one, you know, and, and maybe Jeff's a little too modest to say this, but a uh, couple, a couple of highlights of Jeff's performance in Interski, one of which is he did win the collaboration award, which is super cool. Because to me, you know, I think that's what the event's all about. And, and it was great, you know, that he got recognized for his contributions. Um, I think he's also YouTube famous in his presentation. Somebody in the audience sneezes and he both addresses somebody sneezing and carries on with his presentation as cool as ever. So um, that was kind of cool. And then just the whole thing, you know, like like Jeff said, you know, you know, huge, huge accolades to the organizing committee, to the Inuski Presidium. You know, I, I think, you know, it's always been a great event, but I think in in Levy, you know, everything contributed to it going to the next level. It was just a, a really great to be a part of. Yeah. We, uh, we are you guys excited? A couple of good opportunities too. Sorry, sorry to interrupt. I I have to shout out to Dave Schuling, you know, spending time with him up on the, uh, upon, uh, actually, I think he, I think he requested that I call him DJ Jazzy, uh, Schuling, but, um, up on the (laughs) mic there for, uh, you know, narrating and, and DJing the, uh, uh, the, the show runs and stuff that, that was, that was a lot of fun. And it was, uh, you know, it was a cool experience to be able to, to, uh, to get involved with the crowd and all the teams and, and stuff. That was a, that was a bit of a highlight for sure. Yeah. They, and they were like, can... they were like a Vegas act. I mean, it, <laughs> Perry, right. It was so, oh, yeah. like the, the, so Dave and, the Dave and Jeff show was amazing. You know, I had the opportunity and the honor to Paul, yeah. Paul Lorenz uh, from the APSI for the second show run and the closing ceremonies to provide some of the color commentary. Um, Je- definitely they were a super hard act to follow the Jeff and Dave show for sure. Um, they, they killed it. Well, so much so that didn't they, didn't they not let you wander around in the crowd the second night or something? I don't know. Anyway, that's off well, track, yeah. but I mean, well, you know, it is a bit of a side thing, but so, so Jeff and Dave get to do the opening ceremonies and the, and the first show night. And then we were, then myself and Paul Lorenz were definitely in, in show right 
show run night number two were sequestered to you can't leave the chain you can't uh, you you can't leave the stage you can't uh, you know interact with the crowd like they were militant and then luckily they changed the parameters for the then the closing ceremonies realizing that the precedent set by jeff and dave was the way to go <laughs> oh that's so awesome yeah it was pretty cool there was a ton of live stream and i was watching the hill with the webcam going out to the uh, show hill so we get to watch a lot of that uh live stream which was pretty cool and um i was i was going to ask um with the next interski being in in uh the u.s i mean and that's pretty much north america it's pretty close for you guys is that exciting to have it that close or i know you'd probably rather have it in canada but it's pretty close Jeff, do you want to? Well, you're right. It is pretty much, it is pretty much North America. It's, uh, (laughs) um, yeah, I mean, you know what? It's, it is exciting. Any which way you slice it, it's, it's cool to see that event moving around. Um, I know that, you know, your, your, uh, group, uh, with the PSIA, you know, will have worked hard for that. Right. And, and put together uh, a good bid and, and, and kind of brought the industry together to make that happen. And, and, that's uh you know it's a big deal and and so yeah like uh, you know we're we're really excited to see that i've had a couple of conversations with dave and and uh you know chatted about their their work and and kind of the work that's ahead as well um because that's no small feat um so yeah i mean we're, we're excited to see it here for sure well you know if i can add to what jeff said you know Vail, obvi- obviously a great venue right like it's, it's world class you know some of us that you know, work north of the border, no Vail resorts. And, and, and so, you know, it's not, it's not a stranger to us. It's a great venue. And yeah, it's just, um, it'll, it'll be great to have it back in North America. And you know what, I think Vail is the, you know, the way it turns out, Vail is the venue to, to up the ante because Levy, you know, like the bar, you know, was put pretty darn high and, and I'm sure, you know the PSA um, and and the Vale Re- you know resort partnership will will take it yet again. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. So we should talk about this new organization. This is pretty cool. It's pretty interesting going through some of your material and uh, had to be a ton of work put in between the end of the ski season and and getting to this point, which is really neat. And I first wanted to start just Perry, if you could kind of give a little bit about your role. I know it's it's focused on industry and innovation. And if you could just kind of com- explain that a little bit, just your role with the um, professional ski instructors of Canada. Thanks, David. Well, one, you know, I'm part part of the the founding group, as is you know Jeff on the call, and uh, you know, and and there's uh, seven uh, seven of us in total that that are the co-founders of the organization. It came, you know, it kind of its catalyst was you know a, a bit of a call or a demand that came from um, the industry and the ski instructor community. So, to your question, I'll kind of you know I'll touch on the industry um, side of it. Um, Ski school business and or sorry, snow school business in Canada, you know, it's it's not big in terms of like if you if we were resource based or technology or whatever, but it, but it's not insignificant. There's a um, in Canada, it's a hundred and fifty million dollar business that employs thousands of people and so on. And and one of the so um, kind of one of the aspects that that you know I've always kind of always viewed, and I think our organization is is designed to to maximize is the relationship with the ski resorts. You know, the business model in North America and especially, you know, Canada, which I can speak to, is virtually all instructors are employees of the resorts. It's maybe, which is unlike um, maybe the model in, in some European countries and so on, where that's not the case. So working with industry is is the way to improve 
you know, the life and the profession of ski instruction. So that's kind of where, where my, um, you know, where my portfolio with, with my partners, um, exists, um, you know, and I mean, it'll, it'll dovetail into a few different things, which I'm sure we'll talk in a, in a little bit as well. You know, it, it has a direct, direct impact on our curriculum. It has a direct impact on some of our initiatives, which, um, as we just talked going into, into this session, I'd love to talk about our intro to ski instruction uh, program coming up. Um, but yeah, we, we want to support the industry. Um, you know, it was also the catalyst. We've got a kind of a feedback loop, if you will, which is uh, we call our industry steering committee, which we can get into a little further as well. So all those elements are kind of, um, you know, in my wheelhouse in, in supporting the organization and, and making sure that we deliver on the needs of industry, because that is the way to deliver on the needs of the instructors. Cool. And, and Jeff, yours is your focus as one of the co-founders uh, reads on the website of development and empowerment. And I was just wanted to, you to kind of lighten us a little bit and expand on that for us. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, I mean, I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to um, take a, a page out of Perry's book and tell a story for a second is when, you know, when, when we were, you know, when, when this was in its infancy, which I guess um, comparatively speaking, it still is, but, you know, really trying to figure out, who we had at the table, what our skill set was, um, you know, where where did our interests lie, um, and and how could we bring the most to to the team and to the organization? And and we we got into a conversation about, you know, is is there really value in um, you know director type titles or manager type titles and and that kind of thing? And and where where that evolved to was was what we're talking about now, which is sort of in a way um, reminding ourselves of what what. Of, of the forward-looking aspects of what we're trying to do in, in our own titles. And so for, you know, for me, it's not so much the, the, the title, but it is, it is, um, you know, it responds to what we all agreed is a need um, in, in the industry and, and probably a, a, a part that we can play, which is, you know, the, the reality is, is that the future of the industry is the, you know, it, it's the new instructor and it's the people who are getting involved now and the, the people who are kind of just, um, you know, coming to a part in, in their progression where they, um, you know, they're finding their feet and they're, they're finding leadership positions in the industry, whether that's right in snow schools or, uh, you know, just the, the industry at large. And that's like, to me, that's, that's what that means is, is really doing everything I can and everything we can as a team to, to really look forward and, and kind of bounce what we do off of how does this look in the future? Right. And so the empowerment aspect is really like, recognizing, um, you know, the, the, the potential in and Perry and I talk about this all the time, the pipeline, right. The potential in the pipeline and, and, and really trying to make, uh, make room for that and make it a big part of what we do. And, and then, um, I mean, I, I have a background of, you know, quite a bit of, of, uh, you know, education and program development, you know, been, been a, a big part of writing a lot of, of, uh, of our stuff. Um, and I just have a real interest in it. And, and, uh, so that's kind of where, where that discussion went and, and as things have hit the ground, um, you know, it's, it's been an opportunity for me to both be kind of here at my desk, typing away, building stuff and also out on the Hill, um, kind of teaching it every day and, and, and figuring out what it is that we've created and how it works out there. And, and is it actually developing people and is that, is it actually empowering people? And so it's been quite a, quite a cool process actually from that standpoint. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm curious as to how the formation started. 
you know, the, and I'm not sure if, if Perry wants to start or Jeff, um, how did the formation start for the, for this? And was, was there some talks early on, you know, even during last season, the season before, I imagine there was thoughts in your heads that just all of a sudden sitting down, was it on a tissue? Was it on a um, napkin or how did it start? Well, you know, that's a, that's a really good question. So one, I mean, uh, when you look at that group, you know, us, us as founders and other people that are involved, like our industry steering committee, like the trainers, which we call LPT, standing for licensed professional trainers, you know, we're, we're passionate people. We've been in this business for a long time. And then, you know, kind of the catalyst of where, of where, you know, I would, it would started and, you know, to Jeff's comment about how we have maybe portfolios versus titles and so on is, is, you know, we kind of designed the organization, like what, what, what would it look like if, if we could move quickly, you know, I'm going to use this word, if we were nimble, like if we develop things. So when we, when we come across, um, you know, ideas, when we come across uh, concepts, you know, um, opportunities for, to, to provide a solution from industry, we move quite quickly. And, you know, and, and I'm really, I'm unbelievably proud to be part of the team that, um, that's involved. You know, Jeff made a few comments there as well, but like, you know, we've got a, a really cool balance of we've got some people that are a little bit more proficient. And I'm, I'm making a general, like behind the scenes, you know, we got it like our, our president, Mark Sedgwick, you know, he's got an engineering background. We got Ed Cambridge, who's a biomechanist. He's a PhD. You know, we've got guys like Jeff that have real world experience and actually putting things into place. And, and we've come up and we've got some great storytellers. And when I say storytellers, like to bring some of this content to life, um, you know, it's, re it's really quite cool. And, and so when you ask, you know, what was the catalyst of this? It's that. It, the catalyst was, you know, what, what are the potentials here? What could we do um, to make this happen? You know, and I'm, hopefully this doesn't come across the wrong way, but, you know, we've had lots of people say, hey, you've done a lot in a hurry. Like if I, if I look at my watch, we're just over seven months. And and that's because you know we're we're all passionate about what we do, and and we you know we'll 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 do some things that are wins that are clearly home runs. We'll do some things that ah you know what don't stick, don't land, but we'll we'll retool and 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 do things again. And we're so we're maybe that's a really long answer to say like we 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 got together and formed this just based on the excitement of what the potential is. Yeah. <clears throat> and let's go right to that new program because I saw that on Facebook and I don't want to leave it till the end. You know, it, it was a new, it was, wasn't new instructor. It was like, come find out what it is to be like an instructor. I know it was like an afternoon program and I was curious if that's going to be a, is it a starter thing and see how it goes or do you have a bunch of those planned? Well, first of all, I'll, and I'm going to get Jeff to correct me because I'm about to use a saying that we stole from, from somebody that we're working with, which was, if there's um, a bite, a snack, and a meal, if 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 the um, if the snack is our level one program, like in most systems, like you know the, you know the full thing is is what, what is the snack? What's the taster? How would you know what it's like to be an instructor? And that and that concept was kind of the catalyst to um, exposing the world of instruction to an audience that isn't to an audience that isn't inside the world of instruction yet. Um, and I'm really excited about this. You know, we're literally about to go live um, when this goes live. I mean, it's going to go live uh, tomorrow, Monday, uh, February 19th. We've got 14 resorts from literally from coast to coast, from Nova Scotia to Mount, Mount Washington on Vancouver Island. Um, we've got resorts that are big destination resorts, little urban resorts and everything in between. 
and 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 we're rolling out this program so it, it is it is a it is a look inside the ski instruction world so if you've never been involved um you know and that may appeal to any age demographic whether you're somebody um 15 years old as an example all the way to maybe you're on on the retired from a, a different profession if you will and looking to to make you see, make use of your time i'll look under the hood of what, what's it like to be an instructor the this program it's it's done on hill with with our licensed professional trainers so it gives them a little look into what it's like to be a ski instructor then we go indoors and talk a little bit about what what life is like as an instructor what the opportunities are and where that may take you and also the resort representative will speak to it as well what what is life like in in the pro room the culture the opportunities the perks and so on um so it it's and this you know the real catalyst of this is a recruiting tool is is um scaries across the country are still even with you know a bit of a challenging uh, weather year they're still in need of instructors and it's to get more people um in the pipeline that then go into the certification program and then work in ski schools so that that's kind of the the coles notes version well and when i say yeah. that in the us do you have coles notes no they don't know it. <laughs> It's a study guide thing in Canada. We have cliff, cliffs, cliffs, cliffs notes. Cliff notes. Cliff notes. Cliff notes. Yeah, we have cliff notes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, Jeff, will you be doing one of those? Yeah. Um, so, locally here, here in Alberta, for sure. And then um, we'll be actually doing a uh, a bit of a mission out to Ontario um, in a few weeks. And we've got a number of those um, running. So, and Perry's, you know, Perry's been kind of running air traffic control on all this so that we can get. Um, you know, kind of run it as efficiently as we can, because it is like Perry said, like, it's a good, it's a, it's going to be a really fun partnership um, move between the, the skiers that are, that are running it. And, and then our, you know, ourselves and, and our trainers um, where, you know, they're stepping forward with things like lift tickets, you know, some of the ski areas are being super creative with it. They're going to do, you know, receptions and, you know, some munchies and, and, and all that kind of stuff at, at the end of the day. And, and, um, you know, cause one of the interesting things when this conversation first came up, one of the ski areas that, uh, that is part, you know, part of our, uh, our industry steering committee and, and so on, it was quite, it was quite funny cause we started talking about it and literally that same day, uh, you know, they, they're going, Hey, I've already got, I've basically already got this document written. Cause it's an idea that I wanted to send to you for you to think about it, whether it's something we could, and it just, it literally went like this. And so in, you know, in a matter of, of a, of a couple of weeks, I think, Hey, Perry was kind of the, let's get this going. And and now here we are kind of launching it. So, yeah, so it'll be exciting. And, and the, like Perry said, there's, there is still, you know, a need for, you know, call it grassroots, I guess, if you want, but, you know, to, to get um, people exposed to, to what it's like on, you know, in the industry, uh, you know, the, yeah. there's, there's so many people out there that love skiing and, and they're, they're into it. You know, we've already got, father daughter daughter duos that are going to show up at these things that we know of that are that are going to get exposed to ski instruction which is super cool you got your your 14 year old kid and your you know your your 40 year old dad and 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 that kind of like it's 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 going to be really neat to see what happens but and if i can just add two maybe two more quick points is one you know we ha we had a chance to kind of run a test study at, at a resort in ontario called chicopee they they were a little bit challenged weather-wise, but they, so then when when the weather turned, they needed a need they needed instructors to deliver. You know, the, in Ontario, a lot of the the instructor pro products are like eight week or multi week programs, and they they had a direct recruiting need. 
and we partnered with them to make it happen. And basically, in seven days, we we turned um, you know zero instructors into a pool of thirty one instructors that then worked for the season. Um, and then the other thing that's kind of cool too is there there's a need you know there's a need um, and I'm going to quote uh, something that Russ Wood, this you know the snow school director, Wester Blackham said many years ago, like even the big destination resorts they need the instructors coming from the Chicopees, the Mission Ridges, they need like if if instructors aren't coming out of the smaller areas, even even the big destination machines um, can't get fed, right? And and the cool thing, and you know, I, I would make a guess that it's similar in the U.S., but the cool thing in Canada, you know, as the demographics um, changing, and, I, and I'm going to put that that market bucket with the label uh, new Canadians, it, people are they're predisposed to taking lessons to the point that a lot of ski areas. Um, a lot of people won't go skiing unless they have access to lessons, right? Which means a demand for ski instructors, which is a really cool time for us to be in this game when demand is so high. Yeah. And that, and that kind of speaks to you saying you wanted to be nimble. I mean, that's pretty quick. What Jeff say? Seven days and it was off and running was the first one. So that's pretty cool. And no, seven days. Can we do anything in seven days here in the U.S.? <laughs> <laughs> That's a loaded question. <laughs> Is the U.S. listening? Should I answer? <laughs> That's why I threw it at you. <laughs> yes, we can do much. I had to do that. Days, much with the highest quality effort. <laughs> yeah, I had I had to do that to you. And then um, looking at your your material, and and I started off, you know, jumping on the website, looking at a lot of your curriculum on there, and um, I was really absolutely just makes me interested and actually excited. I, I was reading your purpose and philosophy. Um, Bart, and I was wondering if Mark, if you could talk a little bit about that and how you're going to implement that philosophy in applications on snow, how that'll translate from the paper to on snow. And just to clarify, like, you think, are you, are you focusing in on like the adventure? Is that kind of what you mean by the, yeah, it was, it was just, general? like just in general, it was, it yeah. was, I know you had kind of the, the adventure part was a big thing too. And then yep. just your purpose and philosophy of how this got started and, and, and that kind of thing. So yeah, it's, it's, I'm kind of open to how do you want to explain it? Yeah, for sure. I, yeah. I, I guess, you know, if we rewind the tape to, to, to some of our discussions in, in the summer, uh, you know, kind of into the fall, uh, which, you know, again, it's kind of way, way, way back when we started a few months ago. Right. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, the, I guess, you know, our, our values and our, and our mission to, to contribute and, and be, uh, you know, influencers and leaders, I guess, in, in the, in the, the global, uh, instruction, you know, community, things like that. When you, you know, and then you take our adventure concept, which I can tell a bit of a story about that as well. Uh, you know, combined with, with the message or the method, which, which, um, has been kind of a, a neat growing, um, you know, philosophy as, as we've worked more with it, by the time you kind of mash all those things together, uh, you know, we, what we're seeing on snow, um, we're seeing one really positive, um, you know, engagement people are, they're, they're having fun on the programs. They're, I, I think our, our trainers are really buying into and, and, uh, and really kind of putting, putting ahead of a lot of other things, the, you know, the adventure concept, the idea that, that everything we, we do, we have an opportunity to, you know, to be positive, to be supportive, to, um, you know, to, to help people achieve things that they, that they want to achieve. Um, and yeah, I mean, I could, I could kind of talk to, to all sorts of these points and Perry can jump in wherever, but maybe just for a second, 
you know, I'll, I'll jump into the adventure a little bit, which, which is something that, that became more, much more actually than, than where it originally started. And what, what we, what we first started with was just the concept of skier experience, right? That we, our goal was to create, um, you know, unforgettable experiences. And, and as we discussed that more and more, um, we sort of, I don't know, call it bared our souls a little bit to each other, if you want to put it that way, where, you know, I mean, the reason we, we do this and the reason we're still doing it and the reason why we try new things and and we innovate is because it is a bit of an adventure. And then it's like, okay, well, what does that mean? And well, one, we're, we're constantly learning things. I mean, you guys are, are doing the same thing, right? You're out there, uh, learning and, and trying new stuff every day. And I'm, I mean, I've worked with Perry for a long time. I mean, it, it's been a bit of a life, uh, you know, a life mission really. And it certainly has for me. And, and to do that, I think we're in the best opportunity to do it when one, we're engaged, we're having fun and, and we, and we're in a place where we, we feel safe doing it. And, and that became the adventure. It's like, it's, it's kind of more than just the experience, the skier experience. We wanted to find a way to engage the new instructor, the veteran instructor with the concept that it's, there's something else out there that we can get to. And, and, and then it kind of, okay, well, what are our responsibilities when, when people come to us for that super fun adventure? Well, we we're the ones that actually, we know that what the risks are, we, we can keep them safe um, while we, we help them going. And that kind of got all smashed together into what we now um, call the adventure and, and, and with more discussion and, and kind of more trial of the ideas um, you know, we, 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 kind of fleshed out the idea of the method, which, which kind of brings the concepts of, you know, the, the intellectual, physical and, and emotional side of what we do, where, you know, there's everything about what we do is, is super compelling. And, and that if we can get it just right, we get people into the challenge zone, the challenge zone being a place where they can learn and they can excel and, and we can keep pushing that bar with them over and over and over again. And, and that's, that's how you, how you love doing what you're doing. And it's how you get better at doing what you're doing. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it started from a, a lot of ideas that in, in many ways, you know, looked really good on paper, but it wasn't actually until we got them out on snow that we really started to realize how well they blend together and how well focusing on an adventure concept, you know, more so than a technical concept, if I can put it that way. So it's, you know, it's adventure, it's, it's engagement, it's, it's respect, it's positivity, it's, you know, empowerment. And, and what that's done for those that have, have jumped in and, and been on our programs and, and for our trainers, I'll speak personally, you know, how it's changed my outlook on, on teaching um, and, and, and what I do and how I approach it. Like it's, it's been really creative. It's been, it's been a lot of fun. Um, and it's just nice to be back in a, in a situation again, where, where I can, you know, I am, I am part of a team that's creating things and, and, and we're able to see that actually come to fruition on snow and, yeah, it's been really good. Anyway, that's a whole bunch of blabbing about stuff that I'm really excited about. I don't know how clear it is, but uh, yeah, Perry, I don't know if you if you can sand the edges of that at all. But you know, I mean, one one thing that that I maybe I will take it a little deeper, and and um, you know, one of one of our team members, he's one of our licensed professional trainers, Guy Hetherington. Like you know, again, collaboratively, we came up on you know on what is the method, but I, I some of the work that Guy did that really kind of, to me, honed in and sharpened, you know, our, our approach, which is kind of putting the human condition in, in, in our world into three things, the intellectual bucket, um, the emotional bucket, and, and the physical, you know, and if I say this, and I, I think virtually every ski instructor body 
around the world, you know, one of our cornerstones is the physical part. Like we, you know, for the, you know, with, with what Interski has, you know, contributed to the world and whatever, a lot of people understand kind of the, 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 the application of technique or physics, how it impacts skiing and so on. Um, but then, you know, as we've broadened our horizon to make sure it includes the intellectual and the emotional, um, like our, our, you know, and, and Jeff said this, like when we've taken it out of snow and, and we, not only are we doing it, but as the people we train do it, it, it really starting to fire on all cylinders, which is kind of cool. And I will give, you know, I would, I definitely want to shout out, you know, to, to, to you and, and the PSIA neighbors to the South, because I think, you know, as an organization, you, you for a long time, and I've, you know, I, personally, I've watched this, you know, like you're, you, you have been front runners on people skills and so on and, and going into these buckets that, that maybe that, and again, I don't want to put anybody in like, but traditional approaches this instruction may not have approached. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, and, and I will, I will quote something from, again, from this gentleman, Guy Hetherington is one of the things he said the other day that the physical only matters if it serves the emotional, meaning, you know, when we, when we work with an instructor and maybe you, or sorry, when you work with a public or a client or whatever, and you give them some physical um, tip, if you will, or insight, it works if it fulfills the emotional, like let's say, you know, it improves their sense of security or it improves their, the thrill of the sport. Like, you know, that it's more like a roller coaster ride or whatever, then it serves something. Right. Um, and, and I think that's kind of cool. And, you know, and I will say this, Jeff and I have had numerous, numerous conversations, you know, as, as with some of our peers is, you know, like I've been doing this a long time and I won't give dates because people will do the math. But my point, but my point is, is like I, I've ne- like I really am enjoying the process because I am as aware of the other buckets, like the intellectual and the emotional, as much as the physical, and and I think it's taken my game to a new level, both in working with you know up and coming instructors and the general public. Yeah, and and I have to say I watched um, Jeff and Guy and um, Mark were on with Tom Jelly, and they were pretty excited. It, it yeah. was neat, and Guy was was definitely chatting about the adventure, and he was super excited um, about that. And it was to me, it was kind of a combo. It had the people skills in it of, of we we think here in the U.S., but it went like Jeff, you were talking about. It went into more of that the mountain experience and the experience somebody will have on the hill, and it just it. Made me think of Angelo because Angelo's had a couple of programs that he's created um, with getting kids out there on the hill. And Angelo, you want to talk about that? You know how you teach them about the mountain environment and the other things when they're on the hill, other than just the ski technique to really have a full experience and just re- listen to you guys on talking with Tom Jelly. The adventure part was like, a man, a- Angelo is going to love this. I, I do love it. And I'm like, I keep writing notes because there's just so much like I would love to hear unpacked from what both of you guys just said. Um, Perry, like nail on the head with the physical serving the emotional. And, and I, I just, I love that idea. I think this is just my impression of like looking back on the past 30 years of, of my experience doing this. Sometimes I think we lose sight of it. And, I, and sometimes I think we assume it. Um, and in the States, I, I, I feel comfortable saying that I think our instruction has gotten very much about the instruction and not about what the instruction can do for, for, the, for the person receiving, you know, and, and the person delivering. Oh, Stuart's going crazy. 
Um, but I, I love that idea. Um, and I, and I, I'd really like to hear like specifically how you, as much as you can, how you guys are making that happen. But um, I also like, Jeff, I, I think you and I feel the same way about writing curriculum. I can imagine you like forget to eat when you're, when you get into the mix of it. And I'm, I'm kind of the same way. And you talked about your values and then that led into some, some observations about semantics with the adventure and the method. And what, what I'm really curious about is how, how the semantics impacted like specific on the hill, on the snow curriculum. And my, what my gut is telling me, and, and I, I could be way off pace, but by approaching it from that vantage point from the beginning, like this is adventure, I'm, I'm expecting that your curriculum is very much it, or, or not maybe mostly, but but I think there's probably a great deal of tactics in your curriculum, how to navigate them out, how to, how to, where to go, when to go, that sort of thing versus like very mechanical body oriented type instruction, more user applicability, if that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, definitely. And, and I mean, this is where a lot of our, um, uh, whatever you want to call it, check and balance or, or, um, you know, sort of guidance um, from our, our snow school or pardon me, industry steering committee, right. Is, is we, we, we really did engage, um, you know, and it was a smaller group at the time. Now I think, and Perry, correct me. I think we have 14, maybe 16 people on that committee. I can, I'm, I'm not even sure it kind of grows um, as we go, which is exciting, but you know, at that yeah. time it was a smaller group of people, but what, you know, in conversation with, um, with those um, individuals, both, you know, they're, 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 they're not all snow school directors either. They're, you know, they're managers of guest experience. They're ski area owners and operators um, sitting at that table together. Um, and <laughs> where I'm going with this is back to the answer to your question, which is, um, you know, they, what they need is people who can engage with people. Um, and, and, you know, one of the phrases that kind of came up organically uh, at our very first LPT training at, at Norquay back in November, and this actually came from one of our participants was just the concept of we'll clean it up later. Right. And, and to not, um, to not work, not, not go down that technical wormhole. Um, you know, cause we, I think sometimes we forget that there's a, there's a, I'll go back to the future thing. Like there's a pathway in front of everyone where they can learn more and more and more and find out the things they're interested in and, and, and really, um, you know, dig into the stuff that, that engages, that they engage with the most and to not worry about getting all of that, technical understanding under their belt right now, today. What we need them to do is, is to, to be able to go out, engage with someone, connect with them. You know, that's been a huge part of our curriculum as well. In fact, it's, we've got an e-learning component built around, you know, creating connections with learners for new instructors. Um, and uh, that is what the committee um, asked for. And, and it's gone over, you know, unbelievably well. And so to your point, Angelo, yeah, like we, you know, a lot of what we are doing is, um, very tactical. It's, it's very much, let's, let's get the job done. Let's help them slow down. And it doesn't really matter if they turned this or twisted that or balanced over here or whatever, if the skis stop them, that's a milestone to celebrate and we can clean it up later. And, and I think that's a, you know, that's where it all starts. And, and, um, even in our technical approach, which, you know, we're calling our technical blueprint, um, the ground level of where we want to help instructors understand, you know, skiing and, and how to look at how to look at it and how to develop it is from a, a purpose based approach, which is, you know, 
what 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 is what is the outcome that's actually being achieved here and do we want to change it do we want to enhance it um and and go from there it's not about form it's about you know getting the job done love that. if i if i can add to what jeff said as well is you know like so in many years of doing this and i even think of my own experience like literally the first lesson that i ever taught because i i think this happens a lot to somebody that's new to the instructor game is they learned something at some point from some trainer, you know, or whatever, but they didn't know quite how to place it. They didn't know the context and, and therefore, you know, they kind of quote unquote, get it wrong. Right. Um, so our approach does do a, which might be a little counterintuitive. It does, it does do a much deeper dive into what the purpose of the job is. Right. And, and what we found as we roll that out and test it is that, it is arming people like instructors to be to make the better decisions, like so that they they understand again the purpose. Then they can put the pieces of the puzzle together, as opposed to the the the, the pieces of the puzzle just not quite being together, right? And that's um, you know, that's definitely one thing that's cool. And maybe if I can just add to one other thing that Jeff mentioned is. You know, he talked about cleaning it up later. And again, this isn't original to us, but I really like this approach of which, which is so real world is that we meet people where they're at and we, you know, we're going to arm instructors to deal with clients and meet them where they're at, which is not, you know, they didn't come out of a box. They don't, you know, they don't have these technical type aspirations. Um, in a lot of cases, they don't, they don't have some of our technical aspirations, like, you know, how often do you hear a client come up to you and go, you know, I want to execute a perfect 10 meter turn, you know, of this radius on this slope. That's generally, that's, you know, that, that's not something that happens that regularly. So to meet those needs um, is what our, you know, is what our, our curriculum is based on. I love that. I, I also wonder if, if you chose the words intellectual, emotional, and physical on purpose because they spell the word pie, and then it gives you the opportunity to talk about the pieces of the pie. <laughs> Whoa. Okay. They're stealing it so, now. Okay. They're Wait, taking yeah. it now. You can use Is this you thing are, on? <laughs> you have my permission to use that. <laughs> that, that is, see, this is the cool thing. It evolves every day. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm super curious about the e-learning program because, and, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but but from listening to you guys on um, when Jeff was on with the rest of the crew on uh, Tom Jelly, and then looking at your website and reading some material, the e-learning ties in in terms of what I was looking at. Like it's specific to the, your programs. It, it's lead-in stuff that people have to go through that kind of front loads some stuff into not just tech, but also the adventure part and everything you're doing. Can you speak a little bit to how the e-learning is working in? Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, we're actually really excited about the e-learning. And um, so, you know, where, where we're at right now is, you know, we, we certainly in, in the outset committed to having, you know, from the ground level, um, get get an e-learning in place um, for the level one. So the new instructor coming in um, with the vision that what that would do is it would bring people to the snow, you know, the, the first day they meet their their trainer out on snow and and they will have already been exposed and primed uh, with the, you know, with the concepts they're going to encounter um, during that program, which seems like obviously a, like a very simple concept and, 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 and a lot of, a lot of, uh, education organizations do that. That's not groundbreaking, but what, um, 
what it's done is, is it's acquainted people with how approachable ski teaching actually is. I think that's one of the things that, um, that is impactful right off the start. In fact, the very first level one that we ran, uh, in the country, which was, um, up at Norquay, uh, I went up to, you know, to, to get things started and, and, uh, you know, kind of welcome those people in. Cause I, you know, whether they realized it or not, it was, it was quite a, quite a neat, thing to, you know, to, to finally have programs like that get off the ground. And before I even said anything to anyone, I, I, I met a couple of people. And the very first thing that happened was, um, a, a, a couple who had dropped off their 14 year old to, to do the, uh, um, to do the training. Uh, the very first thing they, they said was, Hey, we, you know, we were doing the, the e-learning in the truck on the way up to the ski area. So they had an hour and a half drive from Calgary and the, you know, the e-learning was about 40 minutes long. Um, and they said, we, we did it with, uh, um, uh, with Hugo was his name and, and we loved it. And, and I was like, cool. Cause you know, you're, it was new, it, you know, we, we weren't sure, you're never sure how it's going to land. And so the first thing that happened was, was he had mom and dad going, this is amazing, right? Like the connection. So we've got pieces around building connections, safe teaching a little bit on, uh, on progression, um, you know, things like that. Um, and so, yeah, that, that, I mean, again, you can probably hear it. I'm, I'm excited about it because it, it, it actually puts some tools into people's hands where, um, you know, they can engage with it before they meet their, their trainer. Um, you know, regardless of how approachable we make all this, um, people are nervous when they show yeah. up and to know what they're going to encounter is, is super important. And then the cool thing about that is that the program on snow itself doesn't get more complicated. We, we have time to dig into it and to help them really understand it. They can get their hands on the progression. They can try it with, with their peers and, and see how it really, really works. And, and there's, there's lots of time for it because we have kept it very, you know, tactical purpose-based um, and, and so on with, with very few, um, you know, technical nosedives, if I can put it that way, not that technical isn't important, but again, it not just not yet. Right. Yeah. So, so where we're at now is, is kind of fleshing out. Um, we have lots of things in the hopper, if I can put it that way, you know, through the rest of the pathway. Um, and each time we, we run a program now, one of those, one of the opportunities we have is that we're actually, I don't know what you want to call it. Um, screen testing, I guess, our new e-learning approaches live in person with people who were teaching. And that's been a lot of fun as well, right? We'll run a morning 20 minute indoor workshop with people who are just starting their level three or their level two or, or whatever. And, and I've literally been saying to them, Hey, um, you know, this is going to become an e-learning component. Let's go through it together so that we can flesh it out. Um, I'd love to get your impact, find out how it lands. What can we do better or more? And, and in the coming months, we're actually going to turn that into, uh, what the, you know, the, the, the member at large will experience. So yeah, that's what I was going to ask Perry is, is, um, with the innovation, um, is, is there going to be a lot more e-learning and maybe some webinars? Um, is there some definite things or is it like just great ideas? Cause I know you guys are like but, trying to think out of the box, which is great. And God, you know, it, it's so cool. And on the heels of what Jeff said, like one, the world today to do this is crazy, right? Like it, it just, the opportunities to, to do things is you know, I mean, one thing, cool thing is I, I don't think anything's ever going to replace the on snow time, but you know, on the off snow time, if it can, if it can make our time on snow more valuable 
and you know and provide value then it's kind of cool i mean this is a weird but as jeff's talking uh, you know one and i'll say this and this is a world that that is some especially why everybody lives in and especially some of our younger markets live in is one of our e-learning packages we use an avatar we use an ai avatar that speaks to the camera one day and i'm sorry i'm pointing yeah one day we're when we roll out the programs, I don't know if he knows where I'm going to take this. We're rolling out one of the programs at night. We go for dinner and sitting at a table across from us, everybody goes, that's our AI avatar. There was, there was a girl there that looked exactly like. <laughs> anyway, so I mean, the point, the point of my story is there's so much cool opportunity. You know, we, we've got something that, you know, and again, this is a little bit of a philosophical question. You know, we believe 100% in kind of this zero ceiling approach, which means, you know, we're all in this for lifelong learning and so on. Yeah, you know, we've got a concept called the Ski Pro Institute, which, you know, is, is building this stable of resources, um, you know, through webinars, content, um, modules that, that just will be open to every member um, to, you know, to expand their horizons and their knowledge and their education and so on. Um, we did the, you know, the first one was this um, uh, w- done with uh, Derek Tate, on, you know, on on sports psychology, which was, was super cool. And, and yeah, we we look to 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 go into that deep, both with some in-house resources that we have, um, and and you know, collaboration with any resource from across the world. So yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we're excited about the opportunities that are in front of us. Yeah, and and you guys. How will it um, fit in? Like if uh, someone in the U.S. wants to see some of that, how do they become, they have to become a member, right? And there's, you know, kind of put us through, like if someone here in PSA wants to get into some of that e-learning or whatever, like the Derek Tate thing was, I saw that on Facebook, that had to be awesome. Um, how, how could some one of our members get involved? I mean, the simple answer is um, psic.pro is uh, is the website and you can go there and and sign up to become a member um, right away. And, and that is sort of the first, um, you know, we do have a number of, of, of members who, uh, you know, they've engaged, uh, in the Derek Tate webinar and, and they've, you know, like you guys, they've, they've seen kind of where we're going and, um, engaged with, with the materials are there that are there, but they haven't all had an opportunity to, to jump into the pathway and take, um, you know, some of the, the educational programming. So, um, that's kind of where it starts is you, you become a member, you, you, you know, you receive our communications as we grow our ski pro Institute and more presentations and, and, uh, kind of expand our, our, our campus or our library of, of education resources, then that will become, um, you know, accessible to members at large, whether they're in a program or, um, or not. Um, but yeah, the simple answer is, is you can, you can jump on and become a member, um, right away, uh, PSIC.pro. Um, and then, uh, you know, from there too, I mean, and we have actually had, um, some of your, uh, your, uh, PSIA, uh, members come up and actually do our, our LPT training at the beginning of the season, people that were keeping an eye on, on what was going on and that were interested to, to come up and, and see. And I find that really inspiring. Like, I think that's quite neat. And, and in fact, we have membership from, um, quite literally all over the world. Um, at this point we've had, um, quite, you know, quite a, an interesting level of engagement, um, from all over the place, which is, which is super cool. And I think what that, what that says to me is that that's not, that's not just, uh, you know, people getting involved in the system that, that actually to me means there are more people out there from an unbelievably diverse background that we can engage with 
and, and help more ski pros more of the time, because that's really like back to Perry said it, you know, the zero, the zero ceiling approach, not everything in terms of the value that we want to bring to the industry is inherent inside our pathway programs. We, we actually see a much broader, um, bigger opportunity to just, to just help, um, the profession through whatever level of education we can, we can find and different expertise from different backgrounds, um, ski pro or not, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. And, um, the on-hill courses, there's a ski park and, and that looks pretty awesome too. Um, I, I know you, I think you were talking about when you're talking with Tom, you guys have done a lot of the level one stuff, some level two, and, and have you done some of the level three stuff? I know Jeff, Jeff, you were talking about that it was coming up or I'm not sure when that was recorded. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we've run, uh, we've run at least, um, at least a part of every step in the pathway so far. So, you know, um, level one, two, absolutely. Um, and then level three, we've, we've run our skiing and, and teaching programs and that on the level four side, we've done, um, startup camps and actually next week, uh, we have what we call our top up camps, which is, um, you know, three day engagements. If you're focused on your skiing, um, or teaching, we can, you can kind of, um, choose, uh, that pathway in terms of what you need development on, um, moving forward. So yeah, like everything, we've had a chance to touch everything, our LPT courses as well. So actually certifying um, new trainers in, in the system. Um, yeah. So, I mean, and we've learned a lot and, and quite literally getting out and, and teaching the programs is also informing how the next program gets taught. Right. So it's, it's a, it's been a, a really neat process to be part of in that sense as well. I'll, I'll be honest, like we, we, we do feel like this sort of urgency, obviously to get things in writing and get, get things written down that, that everybody will, will follow. But at the same time, we've, we've kind of reminded ourselves that a, a healthy dose of, of, of patience and, and just being open to figuring things out as we go along has actually helped us a lot as well. I mean, we've designed a lot of our, our trainer guidance um, manuals after some of our leadership team has had a chance to actually go, go out and, and teach the program. Um, yeah. and, and then we've kind of come back and said, okay, this is, we, this is, a, this is how we want to get the guidance out to the, you know, the rest of Canada and in, in, in how they teach it. So, yeah, I don't know if you have any other, um, sort of specific questions on, on the pathway itself, but we're deep into it already, which is, which has been a blast. I, I do. And um, Perry can jump in because sure. the, the part that really intrigues me that I know Angelo, if he doesn't know yet, will probably jump in that it, it, it seems like your programs are a little longer than the rest of the other organizations. Um, I understand you're trying to have more of a development path versus I know as explained at one point, we don't want the, the trainers standing at the bottom of the hill with a notebook out and a pencil. So it, it's very, kind of in the moment what people are doing and um not like a rush thing like this is the run yeah that's okay cool point and you know and we what i'm about to say is biased by the fact that we've experienced this now so all of our programs have ongoing evaluation you know at no point do we stop and go okay david give us a show you're on you know for your teaching or your skiing you know it it's it's ongoing evaluation um, which, you know, and I want to make it very clear that doesn't mean it's easy, but we're never, we're never going to like put you like on the spot and create a hypothetical situation where we ask you to do X or Y like that, that doesn't happen. Um, it's ongoing evaluation. 
Um, and, and, you know, it's, it's really worked well. Like it, it keeps people in the moment. It keeps people um, in the learning kind of um, zone, if you will. It keeps people, you know, like we have, we have, uh, this is an unofficial saying, but, uh, you know, we, we kind of have this mantra where it's, you know, it's education before certification. Like, you know, we, we, we want to be focused on delivering the value on educating and, and going forward. And that doesn't stop, you know, we're not going to, because, you know, and then, then I can give some examples and it, it's, it's kind of cool as it's resonated with some of the people that have gone through our programs. And when I say some of the people like, you know, pros, like pros that are out there working in the system where, where we're, we're focused on giving them tools to do their job. And it's, it's not a bolt on we, you know, we're not training you to, 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 um, execute uh, you know a, a standalone exam it, it, it's you know it's do you understand the concepts of connecting with people you know touching those about those buckets of intellectual emotional and, and physical and so on and the same with skiing like we know we know based on our industry steering committee what what the industry needs is they need like a, i'll give you an example in some of the higher levels like they need somebody to ski like a level three they need that person to ski you know bumpy terrain and off-piece terrain and you know, not 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 crazy stuff, but they need they need people to be able to deliver that program. So you'll see that um, some of our skiing descriptions are a little bit. It, it does outline what the what the train is, what the application is, but it doesn't. It's not a set of ski. You know, I'm going to go way back in my history to the '80s. It's not a bunch of maneuvers, right? Like it's not. Um, and we and we see that 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 works. You know, we've we've also. I've also had an instructor say, well, they thought through their traditional training that what they were doing with clients was wrong because the two didn't, didn't marry up where now they realize, wait a minute, some of the, the skills they have with connecting with people are actually the good thing. And I, and I know Jeff and I have talked about this, like the stuff we've learned from people that we've been working with as well is, is incredible, right? Because there's a lot of real world, um, useful experience that's out in the marketplace that that we can embrace and share with others yeah angelo's thinking he's processing man because I, I don't know if he knew all that had you seen that angelo not all of that no but i yeah. i think it just the more you guys talk about it, it just sounds so authentic like what you've mm -hmm. what you've done and just I mean, it's seven months on one hand, but seven months plus a couple of decades of background knowledge times the number of people you have. So it's not like it came out of nowhere, but what you, it sounds like going into it with such open minds, like you just built something really authentic. It sounds great. Well, you know, yeah, I, yeah go, go ahead. Well, I'll, I'll just quickly say, and you guys know this as well, and, and Jeff, I, you know, lots of people know this, like, you know, Jeff um, has been a snow school director. I've been a snow school director. And you know what life is like as a pro is, <laughs> is a snow school director. He or she just wants to, you know, when they give a lesson out, they just want that instructor to be able to figure it out, right? Like, what does the person want? What does the person need? And, and go deliver that adventure. And that's, you know, and I would say this, like our system does a deep dive. So, you know, as an instructor, how to go through that process, how to figure that out, because never, you know, in, in a, in, in the ski school business, you're not, you're not given a curriculum. You don't go cheat the curriculum. You've got to figure that out with the person, with the day. I think of this year and the, and the conditions, you know, like the, the conditions across the, across the globe where, you know, at times they've been great. At times they've, 
they've not been great, like dealing with the conditions and you know, like being able to still create a cool product and a cool adventure and a cool experience, given all of those variables. Um, our curriculum does a deep dive on how to figure that out. Because that's, that's what you need to do as a ski pro. And for sure, that's what the, the director needs you to do when you get that lesson assignment. Yeah. Jeff, do you have something? I know you. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, just to add to that, I mean, it, it's Perry kind of said this, he said it like, it's not, it's not easy, right? Like we, we, we still, you know, we have standards, we have things that, that we are shooting for on behalf of what the industry wants to see those, those levels at, but, but it's also, it's not easy for like, for the trainers either, right? Like we've got uh, like myself, Perry, everyone, we're all going through this process of, of um, committing to learning how to do it differently because we are from a, you know, largely from a background of, you know, the test, right. And, and, mm-hmm. and I'm not even saying that the test is bad or it doesn't work or anything like that. We've taken on a challenge to see if we can do this differently. Right. And, and to not, not step back literally and figuratively from our, 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 our students, our colleagues actually is what they are. Um, you know, people who, who have come to us to, to, um, ask for help, right. And to, and to get better at what they do. And I'll, I'll like, personally, for me, what the system now is, um, kind of, I'll say imposing on us is that step forward, right. The step towards people, because you cannot, uh, I don't think be in an ongoing learning and assessment situation without equal engagement in, in from both, from both parties, right. It, it is quite literally a conversation and, and what, is happening again just in my experience because i i have i have been out on snow you know teaching a lot of these programs and and what i'm finding is that it demands of me that 100% buy in right and and it's 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 facilitation of of the things that we've that we oh look there's one. there it is there it is <laughs> oh, this is thumbs up let's <laughs> see this wait where is it it's going to Oh, wait, maybe I'll have to do it later. Uh, yeah, my Mac started doing these weird things. There you there go. There it is. There it is. Like what it's actually doing is it, it, is, um, it, it is testing us to some degree. And we've had discussions about this in the last few weeks as we go through the education part of what we're doing. And now we're coming up towards things like level three evaluation uh, programs. And, you know, in, in a number of weeks, we'll be on the doorstep of, of level four completion camps, which is where that kind of evaluation happens. But, and I'll, I'll bring up Guy Hetherington again, you know, one of the things he said in our development process of all this stuff was if we're, if we're going to, um, you know, propose that, that it is an adventure, we've got to live that all the way through to, to the upper echelon of our certification pathway. And that really got us all thinking. And I think it was probably, it's probably one of the most, I bring it up every conversation like this. I think it was one of the most brilliant things that is, you know, continues to, to drive us to, to actually live what we're talking about and not let the adventure drain out of that top certification level and to constantly step forward into the, the fun and safe part that, that actually produces the learning. And so it's a challenge, like, like, honestly, for me, it is a challenge to figure out, like, how do you do that? How do you, how do you really help someone in a situation that's already kind of stressful for them? Cause they're trying something hard and you're, you're trying to find that balance point between, you know, helping them, teaching them, letting them stretch their legs and, and really show you what they know and ask the questions that they have comfortably. Like it's all of that smashed together into what, I mean, 
Doug Major from Vancouver Community College. I, I learned a ton from, from him. And he said this once, he said, learning is messy, right? That was actually when I'll, mm. I'll take a step back for a second. Like what the, one of the slides in my presentation at Interski was our collaborative approach with lines and, and, and happy faces and sad faces and stuff all over the place, because that's often really what the flow of a lesson is like. And, and I, sh I he watched my presentation as well and gave me a bunch of feedback on it. One of the things he said was that that was my favorite slide. And he said, because it's real learning is messy. And so back to where I was going, we're trying our best to, to keep people in a learning environment as often as they possibly can and give them the, 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 the space um, to take some risks and to, and to really, um, you know, exercise what they know. And I think when we do that, we, we build a really good relationship and I think we build a really good professional as we do it. Right. Yeah. And, and um, with, with all this, it's I'm, the next question is kind of a little uh, selfish because I think Angelo, as he gets excited, he's going to want to know about the, the big mountain pathway and definitely the LPT, the licensed tra professional trainer program, because you, you spoke a little bit about it. And I know you said you had some even some PSIA from here in the U.S. come up to do that. Um, where would Angelo and I fit in that as ed staff members here in the East Coast? Um, where do we fit into joining one of those programs? Or how are those working? Well, definitely right at the in the front row. Of, that's <laughs> that's definitely where you <laughs> definitely where you want to be. Um, well, I, you know our so so maybe I'll address the LPT aspect first. So the LPT, um, what we call the LPT training moving forward will be called the LPT update. It was the training the first time because it was the first time. As we go season to season, that will be sort of the mandatory. Uh, training offered, um, you know, at the certainly at the beginning and and potentially throughout the season for for people that want to offer or that want to to um, teach PSIC programs. Um, and then there's the LPT course, which is actually which is what would certify people to become the trainer. And even if they're actually not that interested in teaching PSIC programs, um, it's a place where you can kind of figure out how to take your own teaching mm. to a, a training approach, right? Where you can teach others how to teach. Um, so, so that's, that's that part of it. And, and quite honestly, um, you know, how you get involved in that is, is to, is to sign up and, and, you know, definitely become a member, like we talked about before yeah. and then, and then sign up. And it would be amazing actually to one, to have you, to have both of you there uh, and, you know, any of your colleagues that, that are interested in coming up as well, I think would be fantastic. And I'll, I'll say it again, like I, it's a two-way street. We, we, you know, we certainly know that you'll learn some things through our system and, but, but you're not getting off easy. We're going to be, <laughs> we're going to learn, we're going to be, we're going to be learning stuff from you guys as well. Um, yeah. you know, and then, uh, the, um, oh, the path, sorry, the big mountain path. Yeah. Um, so the big mountain path, I haven't had my hands on that directly. Right. And, and a big shout out to, you know, Derek Foos and, and, and a number of his colleagues that have um, really worked, a lot, um, primarily with Mark um, Sedgwick back in, in Whistler on that pathway. And there's a number of people involved in that, all, all of whom, you know, deserve a shout out, but I'm definitely going to miss somebody if I start going into names. But um, if you don't know Derek Foos, um, you know, I don't know if you've seen his his intro to the pathway, but but look him up, uh, you know, world renowned in the, in the free ski, um, uh, you know, category for sure. And so it is his expertise that's, that's driving a lot of this. Um, and how it works is it, it, you know, if you had never taught anything, the, the entryway into the system is still the, the level one um, as it is today. Um, and then from there, we, we have the instructing pathway and then the big mountain kind of coach pathway. 
Um, you can do both. You can do one. Um, I'm actually personally myself looking forward to getting out to Whistler. If I, I don't know if I'll do it this season, but, but at the, you know, early next season, I actually want to get involved in that big mountain pathway too. Cause I've, um, it's just not something that has been available and it, and it hasn't been a place where I'm typically always, um, coaching. So maybe the, maybe, you know, the, you and I, and yeah, uh, others need to get together and, and do that. But, um, you know, the pathway itself, it's basically meant to, uh, you know, get, get in, into recognition, I guess, um, people who are out there teaching and coaching in that environment all the time. And there's yeah. a lot of that going on in the areas that have that, that type of terrain. So our plan is that level two, um, would, would be able to be offered at not every, but a lot of ski areas in Canada, um, to begin with, to get people kind of acquainted with, uh, you know, with that aspect. And then as we go into level three and level four, it does become more, um, geographically, you know, um, specific or, or, um, tuned, I guess, um, you know, where we will get into steeps and entrances and cornices and, and, and that kind of terrain, which obviously not every ski area advertises, but mm. I'll say one more thing. We've had a really exciting amount of interest from, um, all, all over Canada, you know, like Perry mentioned this earlier, mm. like even, the 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 small ski area in the middle of of Saskatchewan there's there's a ski instructor there that that is interested in being out in that environment and now we kind of feel like we've got an opportunity for them to really exercise that interest and 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 get involved and hopefully stay yeah maybe if i can just add david excuse me is you know because you did ask me a question earlier you know industry innovation this you know, a lot of areas in Canada, th this is a thing, right? Like people mm. are aspiring to this kind of train more and more. Um, and, you know, and I'll quote, and I don't want to get it wrong, but I'll quote Derek Hughes. Like he literally, because, you know, and I, again, as Jeff said, if you don't know who he is, you know, Google him, YouTube him. He's literally the voice of, of the World Freeride Tour. Um, you know, he said, and you know, that this, that this would have been a great thing had it existed when he first came to Whistler and started still and first started coaching you know, his kids, his clients, his club members in, in this environment. And there's, there's a lot of areas, you know, and, and again, we can speak to Canada where it's inbounds, but it, but it, it's terrain with consequences and, and you, you need, you know, you need the skills, uh, you need the skills to be able to, to, to deal with it. And yeah, we're pretty excited about that. And maybe I'll finish with, again, not to lead you on, but maybe, maybe sometime as a podcast guest, you'd want Mark Sedgwick, our president who worked very closely with Derek Foos and get, get Mark and Derek on. Oh, that'd be great. Uh, to chat about this in detail. Um, they're both incredibly well-spoken and and this is definitely close to their heart. Cool. That'd be sweet. I know Angela would love to hear about that. He wants to go off some cornices. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you have a lot of those down there in PA, right? Southwestern PA? Tons. Tons. <laughs> oh, God. So we're like four years away what will be I, I know you two guys i guarantee i can't believe you won't be at interski i know you'll be there will psic be there with a team will you be there with the leadership team have you even thought about that far out well i mean maybe you know because one of the earlier questions and if i can take the lead on this one jeff so you know i mean you heard our comments you know both jeff and i's personal experiences at interski an incredible event incredibly valuable to i to i think our profession um inner ski represents like a ton of opportunity of, of where it can go how it can lead the industry and so on so 
the, 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 maybe the quick answer is we sure aspire to, to want to be there because one, we believe in it. Like we mm. believe in being part of the international community, community, I should say, you know, both in, both in contributing to it and, and benefiting from it. Um, so we, we for sure aspire to it. Um, one thing that, that, you know, some of your listeners may not know, like one in Canada, we, we don't have an organization that is all encompassing, you know, like the PSIA, AASI, you know, that, that has all the disciplines, you know, from Nordic adaptive, um, telemark, um, um, snowboards and Alpine, right? Like that, that doesn't exist. And there, there's also, there is no governing body, like in, in the sense that in Canada, if you're like in a competitive sport, as an example, and I can, I can give this structure for anything, whether it's badminton or Alpine skiing or hockey, if you're in a competitive stream, there's a, there's a club level, there's a provincial level, which all represent, which all becomes rolled up and governed by sport Canada in the professional instruction world where we work with clients, there isn't such a thing. So where, where, where I'm going with this, I sure hope that, you know, that we could work with the Interski, the Presidium, the other international bodies um, to get, you know, their, to work with them, to get their help. Cause we, we would love to be involved in that event um, come 2027. I, you know, I think it's going to be one, one not to be missed. And you know, I would love to, for, for us as an organization to be there um, to take part in it and contribute. Maybe Jeff. Well, can I, I will say based on 2023, if you guys aren't there, it would be a loss for all, for everybody else. Well, that's very kind of you to say, Angela. I mean, you know, yeah, it, it was such a, it was such a great event. Like it was such a great event. Like the, you know, and, it's funny, Jeff and I did talk about this. You know, if, if I was to sum up, you know, the Levy Uniski event was just the energy. Man, it was it was so collaborative, so great. You know, the sharing. I you know, I think everybody's game, like everybody that went there, and then the energy that then came to every that took that the energy that every participant then took home was was palatable. Like it was super cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if I have much to add to to you know to Perry's comments about about uh, 2027, but uh, I mean, I guess one thing would be you know absolutely like I mean the collaboration that that we uh, I mean we 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 loved to be part of. Um, certainly, that's that's something we want to be a part of again. We 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 fully understand that there are um, you know steps that that we need to go through and 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 processes that we need to. Um, need to respect. And, and so we've, you know, we've started, we've, we've started to put some of those things in, in motion and yeah. doing some research and, and, and so on. Um, so yeah, we'll, you know, we'll keep following that as it, as it goes and, and do the homework we need to do, but um, yeah. And, and, you know, similar to, to Perry, thanks for your, your comments on uh, you know, on our, our participation. Like it, it is just, it's a, yeah, it's, it's one of those places where, you know, I think, that the inspiration that is available there uh, when you get, you know, involved and, and when new ideas can come to the table and, and some really good, honest, open discussion can happen. I, I just think that's so invaluable. I mean, one of the, uh, if I, if I may, like one of the things that, that I do remember as well is, is sort of the, and I can't actually remember what, what the meetings were called, but, but three times through, you know, the fairly short, busy week, we had an opportunity to be in the room with, um, you know, with organization um, leaders, um, and 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 really talk openly. And as as we spoke, uh, you know, through three separate meetings, the discussions became more 
open and honest and 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 really you know in the sense of what what are the struggles that we're looking at and and we recognize that not all of our challenges from organization to organization are the same but in many ways they they you know there are a lot of similarities and the essence that i got there was that people do want to be open they do want to look for ways to collaborate and and you know as we've evolved as a as a brand new organization we've we've been reaching out and speaking to a lot of different um organizations and the excitement about just the concept of collaboration it's not even around something specific like we're going to do this on this date kind of thing um we have all kinds of 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 meetings planned with different organizations um because they're just excited and i think everybody's in a place where they're like yeah i don't know i don't know what we're talking about yet but we're going to talk about something and that's going to be fun um and so if we can take that and everything that we learn through that process in the next two to three years, if, if I, I think we can bring something just really cool to, you know, to Interski um, as an event um, and just keep evolving this thing because it is, we all benefit from it. Every, everybody. Yeah. Perry, I think, I think Jeff's continuing the collaboration and um, I, I know that all of you have been collaborating. Like there was, um, I heard some stuff that you were talking about that, um, you brought in some sports psychologists or some different specialists when you're developing this whole thing in the last seven months to really, and then the industry steering committee. Um, so you're definitely using a lot of resources out there to steer this. And, and how are you using the steering committee? Oh, that's a good question. So one, you know, like in, uh, yeah, I mean, one, I could, I could go through all the names, but maybe I'll, I'll just, you know, I'll focus a little bit on one, Wendy Reed, who is our industry steering committee chair. Um, you know, one of the, one of the earlier adopters, I mean, her resume is as long as they get, <laughs> I think in this, uh, in, in this industry. And she just, um, you know, and, and, and like us, you know, she shares this passion of what, what things can be. So, you know, the industry steering committee, like it is, it is our main, I mean, not to say that the others aren't, but it's our main feedback loop. And that, and that, that group, as it grows, um, it just it, it's an unbelievable uh, fuel for us as an organization to to come up with products um, to move things forward. You know, it's we talked about the introduction of ski instruction thing. That is that is a direct response of some things that happened with that group. You know, we did a test study at one resort, and then it caught fire. It took, and I'm not saying this, it it took nothing to get 14 resorts on board, and and we're actually limited by capacity right now. So. You know how quickly we can expand this concept you know we've we've got to grow kind of you know one step at a time to we're growing our our trainer capacity at the same time so it, it's just it's just really exciting and you know what's also cool is it's the diversity of that group and what they represent because i'll say it you know on one end of the scale is russ wood um you know from from whistler blackham which if, if not the biggest one of the biggest snow schools on the planet you know, so we, we've, which is an un, unbelievably sophisticated machine, you know, big training department and so on. Um, you know, like that's one of the scale, but then, you know, we've got some, and I mean this with the greatest respect, cause it's kind of cool. Like I love the grassroots experience as well. Literally on Thursday, I'm off to a, you know, on a plane, I'm going to be helping out Mission Ridge, Saskatchewan, which a shout out to Mission Ridge. If you ever get a chance to go to their day lodge, there's more hardware in that day lodge in Saskatchewan than I've seen anywhere because it happens to be the home of Mark McMorris, the snowboarder, X Games, Olympic gold, you know, all that. So anyway, 
But my point is, is that, you know, every end of the experience, experience is kind of cool from coast to coast, you know, from um, Darren McDonald's in, no in Nova Scotia to Jen Crabtree on Mount Washington, you know, on Vancouver Island. It's just that that diversity and how they can learn from each other. We're, we're just really excited about that that group. And, you know, and Jeff mentioned this, too. I don't want to make it clear. There's people in there that are literally owners. There's people mm. that are general managers. There's people in it that are snow school directors. There are people that are trainers. Like it's a good cross section this way, this way, um, and and we've learned a lot from it. And you know what's also going to be excited? We are only seven months in. When we really get up on plane with working with that group as it expands is going to be pretty exciting. Yeah, that seems like a pretty great relationship to have all of them in um right with what you're trying to do and work together that collaborative piece again yeah and i'll say cool i mean i don't know if this is a bit of trivia the you know technically by our committee you know structure if you will it's the ski resort that has mm -hmm. the seat and they pick the person that they they want which is you know again it helps helps guide us as well so it, it's kind of cool because we are getting you know like and i'm i'm making up a bit of an example but let's say you know, the area like a resort director might have more of a risk management, you know, perspective than, than than a trainer or, you know, that might have a bit more of the adventure perspective and so on. So we've we've got many different looks, if you will, perspectives, skill sets, um, which, you know, definitely helps us craft our vision going forward. Yeah. yeah. And, and it's very early. And then like I've got it right over here and I'm looking through the bios and have looked at the bios of, of like the license um, professional trainers you have and the team together. I mean, the bios of everybody are, are huge, impressive. Absolutely. Um, do you feel in the future there's going to be um, some internal, some of the people coming up through your system that will move into that area? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead, Jack. Oh, so, well, I mean, uh, my my honest answer is that, like, I, I hope so, right? Like, yeah. I, I would like to see. Um, I guess it's kind of right back to where we started with with you know what do we what do we mean by empowerment and development? I mean, that is one of that is one of those things. Is is I mean, I'm 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 not an old man yet, but I but I I'm certainly not going to be around forever. And and um, if 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 we don't start looking for that succession now, um, I'll. I'm not sure about this, but I, I, I think if, if you, if you're in a place where you can empower people, but you wait too long, the tendency to do it, I think decreases, <laughs> right? Like when you get into that mindset that you've got to keep doing this, you've got to keep doing this for, you know, for longer and longer and longer. I actually love the idea of literally like I'm, I'm on snow with a level two trainee and, and, and believing that this, this this person could be the next, you know, CEO of a ski area or general manager or leader of the PSIC or any other organization, you know, like that actually, honestly, I find that really exciting. And it's even more exciting to think about the ways that we can be creative to make sure that we're part of that. Right. And, 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 and go. So you're right. Like the, the resume of the, the people that are involved, mm. like they've, they've chosen to come with us, which we, we love and we totally appreciate. Um, and I think, and we, we've talked about it a few times in different aspects as, as we, as the night's gone on here, but they're learning things as well. And I think every time they do that, they find a, a, another aspect of, of what this all means to them. And, 
and I think that's just what grows the whole thing. And, and, you know, I, I think there's so much potential in that pipeline and the pipeline we don't even have yet. Um, it's, it's super exciting. And we have a lot of people that have a lot of experience all over the place. They're working full-time at snow schools, they're trainers, uh, Tracy Fraser from, from Whistler, like she runs, <laughs> you know, like, um, runs their training programs at Whistler. Yeah. Like that, that's a, that is a boatload of experience there. Um, and, and her guidance is, is part of what we're doing as well. You know, it's, it's really exciting. I think there's all, there's endless potential in there. If I can just add David and Angelo, you know, to what Jeff said. So one, you know, super proud of, of that team that, that you see, like, you know, their, their bios on the website and so on. It's, it's an incredible, um, group of individuals and, and the skills and perspectives they bring. And, you know, if I can just expand a little bit on what Jeff also touched on is I'm super excited about what the future holds, like the next generation, both for a couple of things. One, you know, I've got kids and I often view things through the eyes of um, my experience with my kids. And I think, you know, I've had, I've had the opportunity to teach a couple of our level ones programs. And the, I'm so excited about what the next generation brings to the table because these people are smart. <laughs> mm. You know, like, like just the access to technology, they, you know, and through the school system and so on. They know the things that matter. They know about inclusion. They know, you know, whatever the issue is that, that it, you know, we, we might think, and I, I even hate the label to say that it's current or it's relevant. They, they know it. They live it. It's inherent in them. And, and you know, and, and I'll say it, you know, what's in our very collaborative approach, which is super cool, is that energy is working. You know, it's working with the next generation. It's inspiring the next generation. And I'm super excited of where the next generation will take this. Like it's, you know, we're, we're going to have people through some of our top certifications that are going to be very young, like, you know, 17 years old. And, and it is not a gimme. It's because they have, they've figured it out. I mean, I, I won't name names, but, you know, we have people that they worked so far ahead in their school year so that they have gotten permission from their teachers to take the training, to get through the training. Like they're, you know, like, and these are people with capacity. And th this is a kid. <laughs> when I say a kid, I'm uh, that, there. I am showing my age. But you know, like this, this is this is this is a young person that's got all kinds of capacity. And and I and I think that's where I, I just I'm really excited about the future because to, to to think some of the the up and coming generations lack capacity, I think is just wrong. Um, I think I think they've got the future is in really really good hands. And if, and if we can support that, that is like the coolest thing. Yeah. And, and the energy is amazing. I mean, I know Guy was, he was pumped up when you guys were talking to Tom Jelly. I mean, he, he was just super exciting. And, um, and I have to say, is he really like 6'6", six, six, man? He said he was sitting there. I would not see that. And he's talking about, I'm a tall guy, 6'6". Six, six. And I'm like looking going, I got to have him stand up. It's like, oh, my God. It's like 6'6", six, six on a pair of skis. That's a big dude. It's bigger than Angelo. <laughs> that, that, that's much bigger than angela <laughs> oh man but no angela this has got to excite you man i know um i we both love education but man you've been in it 
in the real world, in the ski world, which I consider real world and everybody says not, but that's where my education is. And, and it's, it's really neat to hear Jeff. And when Guy was talking about it, when he was with Tom Jelly, it's there, it's the organic part. He was super excited to just, it's always in the learning mode. He wasn't, didn't feel like he was testing people. He was out there working with them. They were working through it, learning and figuring out how to ha- make it happen. You know, on that note, David, like, and again, Jeff and I have had numerous conversations, like some of the stuff that we've learned, you know, from being, you know, in, 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 when I say in the room, but literally on the Hill, you know, with our fellow trainers, our colleagues and so on is so in this environment is so cool. And, you know, one thing that, you know, to maybe I'll just expand really briefly on one of the other things that Jeff said, which is this, you know, so in, in the role, if I'm out on the Hill as an LPT working with people, you're, you're all your sleeves are always rolled up, which is kind of cool. We ne- you never step back into. I'm, I'm going to make a very traditional thing into a clipboard role where you know you're 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 always engaged and you're always helping and and you're always moving the ball down the field always and that that's super cool. Yeah, Angelo, I just I think you guys are doing it so well. It's it's really impressive, you know and it's it you sound um when you when you talk about it you sound like unbound by things you're you're free to do what you want it's really exciting and that's not to knock any other associations around the world but you have the opportunity you know ju- just to to design it the way you want to do it it's it's really impressive and i'm excited for for what you have going on i'm excited for what we're all going to be able to take away from it because the collaboration is real we do learn from each other so it it, it um, it's it's just it's cool to watch it unfold you know mm-hmm. so congratulations to you guys i think it, it's what you're doing is terrific yeah yeah thank you it's yeah. um yeah it's it's a work in progress and it's it is a blast right it's a super it's a it's just a super creative space right now where you're right like we're i think um I think actually forcing ourselves to not put things in print, if I can put that, put mm-hmm. it that way at the moment is, mm-hmm. is I think one of the, <laughs> one of the smartest things we've done, if I can put it that way, you know, just to let ourselves actually be part of the learning process that we want to create for others. Yeah. Uh, at least for me, that's, it's, it's really uh, kind of a gratifying experience and it, and it does, um, you know, even from the, from the word go with our LPT training, we were quite upfront about that with everyone is, is that there's a lot that's in progress and we're going to be looking for input. We're going to be looking for feedback. And I think part, I think people want to be involved in something like that too, right. Where it's not all, um, you know, cut and dried and presented. It's, it's, um, it's a, it's a growth process. So yeah, it's been well, a lot of fun. It's, and this has been great too. Even these conversations, well, you know, and you're right, we've had conversations with, you know, with, uh, with Tom and, and a few others along the way. And, and we learn something as we hear ourselves talk through what we're doing. Right. Yeah. We, we, we find new connections. I mean, the pie thing, man, we're taking that home for sure. <laughs> oh, that, yeah. That's, that's yours. That's, a, that's your gift for coming on the show. Uh, but I, I, I love what you said, Jeff, about not writing it down. The temptation is there to write it down, but I've said on this podcast before one, once it's, once it's, once it's codified, it's codified, and then it becomes dogma yeah. for a lot of people. And and okay. and the, really and and, yeah. and once it's out there, that it's so slow to change it. You know. Well, so, so kudos. Well, go ahead, because you're probably patient. going the same place I'm going, Perry. You, you well, Angela, you, you're you're so right because it, it's not just us. It's not just instruction. That's life, right? Like it's so easy that okay, this is what you do. 
But then if that if you follow dogma, it's so easy to get the context wrong. Whereas opposed to stay focused on, you know, what's the purpose? What's the mission? You know, and when I say the mission, like, you know, and, and Jeff's heard me talk about some of the stories is like, um, you know, like, you know, because I still teach, you know, some general public, if you will, like, you know, regular clients that, that I have and so on. And and I, I say this with kind of amazement that that because, again, I think I think I think I'm pretty good at this. I've done it for a long time, but my game has moved exponentially better because I'm I'm just more conscious of some of the stuff that, that we're talking about. And then if I can just maybe close that thought is we alone are not the catalyst of energy. You know, we feed what, what's super cool today, whether you talk about the inner ski event, you talk about this conversation today, I think Angelo of riding a chairlift with you on big sky, positive energy feeds itself. Right. And, and it just, it does this, it, uh, it's so cool. And, and I, that's, that's what, you know, really excites me about the future is just, you know, talking, building and, and kind of at every opportunity goes, well, what is possible as opposed to, no, you can't do that. And, and that, that excites me. And, and with that kind of viewpoint, I, the future is unbelievable. Yeah. And then our listeners, hopefully they'll jump on the PSIC.pro and uh, their website and check out stuff there you're also on facebook um they can jump on that to follow that um do you want to give i, I want to give you a chance to give one more um of, of the um new possible new instructor program that's going out there so literally starting in mission ridge saskatchewan is our first one starting on february 22nd all the way through april 7th 14 resorts across canada um, you know, our, our landing page will be up on uh, PSIC.pro. So people across, you know, Canada can, can look at that and, and get a taste what's, what it's like to be an instructor, what it might mean, you know, actually doing this job. I say this, and I know, you know, at, at times in my life, I've done other things other than ski instruction, but I'll tell you, man, you know, my foundation of an instructor has served me well, regardless of what, you know, walk of life that, that I've taken those skill sets to. Um, yeah, so we're we're real excited about that, and you know, excited about exposing this profession um, to the next generation and to people that maybe just haven't seen it or didn't realize that it was possible. Yeah. So thanks, David. I really appreciate that. Oh, thank. I'm, yeah. I'm glad to get the info out there. It's, it's a pretty exciting program when I saw it on um, Facebook, and I want to definitely talk about that. So it's good. And Jeff, any parting comments? Parting comments. Well. I'll leave you with a quote. There we go. <laughs> well, you know, and Perry's Perry's um, you know final comment there kind of make, makes me think of it. And I wish I could remember who said it, but it's one of the many. It's from one of the many audiobooks that I've listened to in the last few years. But um, you know, it's it's around expertise, right? And and to become an expert, uh, all it takes the very first step is to become interested. And I, and I think that's that, that's like that's where it all starts. And so you know, I think that that ties into you know hopefully the intro to. To instruction idea, um, you know, and thanks to you guys for for allowing us to to be here to talk to you and 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 kind of expose um, some of our ideas because I think you know the the listeners out there too I think they are interested and we've had a lot of good good feedback about just the conversations we're having and and we really really just want to encourage people to to reach out if they're interested in and in, in and it doesn't even mean becoming a member or or anything like that it's it's just you know, um, we, we love the engagement and it gives us, um, you know, ideas and, and, and thoughts moving forward every single time. So we're, you know, we're, we're happy to be here and thanks for the conversation and yeah, hope, I'm, I'm sure it won't be the last. I hope not. I hope not. Angela, anything parting? 
keep going. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's cool. It's definitely interest to me. And, uh, you know, tell Angela, Angela, we got to like, uh, you know, maybe do a podcast from Canada. We'll do one of them live ones up there. There you go. I've got the blizzards already. Yeah, we we got to work on Perry though. I mean, there's no blizzard. There's no Technica. I don't know. He's probably got Head or Dina Star or Rozzy. Yeah, I'm one of those Rozzy guys. (laughs) Well, there you go. I know Eric Barnes will love that. He loves his Rozzy too. So we we got to have you know choices. Definitely have to have choices. But uh, all right. Well, hey, thanks a bunch. This was great to chat again with the both of you and uh, absolutely keep going. We're, we're very interested. It's really exciting to uh, read about it, talk with you guys about it. And uh, hopefully we'll talk some more and uh, maybe get on snow at some point. But um, thanks to everybody out there. And thanks to Jeff Marks and Perry Smunk for coming on here and chatting about the professional ski instructors of Canada and jump on their website. Once again, it's PSIC.pro and it's uh, some pretty cool information. And thanks everybody out there for listening to the fall line with chaos and company.